the, we want to be the greatest us that we can be. Not the greatest somebody else, but the greatest us that we can be. And no matter what we have or have not done in any past moment, we can always be greater than we knew ourselves to be then. We can always know ourselves to be greater now, in this moment. And so there are like three essential ingredients for our greatness. Uh, one is to have a mind. And the other is to have a direction to point that mind. And the third is to control what we allow to occupy our mind. So we already have these basic elements or these uh, essential uh, things for greatness. We already have the God power that's within us, whether we realize it or not. We've always been an instrument through which that power was expressing. Sometimes we were misdirecting it, um, but always we've, we've had a part in that. And the practice of control over what we allow to occupy our mind is something we are perfectly capable of learning. And not just knowing about, but we actually are capable of learning and doing. So again, this practice is not limited to only a few of us. Uh, it is equally accessible and regardless of our age, regardless of our education, our background, our experience, it, it, we all can do this. So first slide we have here. There is a genius in every man and woman waiting to be brought forth, Waddles says in, in his book. And what he is saying is that we already have greatness within us. There's already a power within us ready to be brought forth. And the purpose of life is always growth. It is, it's not enough to have that, that greatness within us. It's about letting it come forth. So the purpose of life is growth. The acorn, uh, for example, has the purpose of growing to be an oak tree, as we all know. It grows from the pattern that's within it. And it's true with us as well. You know, uh, the purpose of life is growth. And the purpose of our life is to express the growth principle, the growth pattern that's within us. We have an encoded purpose, as it were. Not a purpose about where we're going to live or, or where we're, what kind of work we're going to do or any of that, but our purpose to express the greatness that's within us. It's a greater expression of the principle that's within us. The next one. Greatness comes from being, not from doing. Now this one is uh, sometimes a challenge for us because we, we often think about great people as something they've done, not something they've been, and you know something that's come from within them. But greatness is really, the greatness that we seek and the greatness that was being spoken of uh, by Jesus is, is a, a state of being a state of being and being in tune with that greatness. See, not everybody's going to be famous. Not everybody's going to have accolades and, and awards and, 
recognition. It's not that kind of greatness that we're talking about. But everyone can be great at being who they are or expressing what's within them because greatness is about drawing out from within, not um, something that happens in the outer first. Next one. The prophets and seers and great men and women, past and present, were made great by what they perceived from God, not by what they were taught by men. Well, that is so absolutely true, isn't it? What, what makes us great is that which is already within us, not what somebody else has added to us. We don't have to be added to to be great. It's expressing what's within us. In other words, true wisdom never comes from others. It always comes from within us. It comes from the spirit of truth that's within us. Have you realized that the same power, the same power of greatness that was within anyone that you can think of is in you and me? The same power that Jesus was expressing is the same power that's within us. That's pretty awesome, isn't it? But there are some mental conditions that are important in uh, expressing that greatness. And in the next slide, we say here, worry, anxiety, and fear hinder greatness. Hinder our greatness. You know, the, the mental conditions of worry, anxiety, and fear actually block the flow of our greatness. And it's interesting, isn't it? When we frustrate the flow, we feel frustrated. We may feel the feeling as anxiety or, or worry or fear, but basically it's we're frustrating the flow of our greatness. Waddles wrote, you can never become great until you overcome anxiety, worry, and fear. It is impossible for an anxious person, a worried one, or a fearful one to perceive truth. All things are distorted and thrown out of their proper, proper relations by such mental states, and those who are in them cannot read the thoughts of God. Worry, fear, anxiety may knock on the door of our awareness. And let me just stop and say here that worry thoughts, fear thoughts, anxiety thoughts don't always originate in us. Um, many times such thoughts are just roaming around in mass consciousness. And so uh, we sometimes just pick up on something. Have you ever had that happen? You say, I don't even know where that came from. I, I wasn't even, I didn't even have that thought. So it, it can just be roaming around. It's like we live in a sea of other people's thoughts and other people's beliefs. But to back to my point, regardless of where they originate, whether we dreamed it up, brought it up, and got it under a microscope, or whether it was just kind of floating around and we kind of latched onto it or didn't say no to it, um, when we become aware of the worry thought, the fear thought, the anxiety thought, that we have a choice. We can keep it, make it a part of our, our uh, process, our thought process, um, or 
we can make a choice to shift our focus and make a choice for a different thought. It, you know, one of the best examples that I've heard, and I'm sure you've heard this too, through the ages, you know, if a, a spark flies out of the fireplace and, and lands on your clothes, there is no law that says you have to let it stay there and burn a hole. You can flick it off, you know. Similarly, a worry thought, a, a, a thought of anxiousness or uh, a fear, it doesn't have to be allowed to stay around and do damage. We can decide to not keep it, to not stay with it. As quickly as you're aware of it, quickly as possible, shift the focus to, I'm one with my source, whatever I need to know, all the answers to all my questions are already given. Um, divine wisdom, I'm one with divine mind, divine wisdom is mine, I'll know what to do, when to do it, how to do it. You know, bring ourselves back with truth reminders like that. And as we do this, we begin to regain our balance. And if we don't do it, it's like we're reeling, we're just, just like a top that's just whirling, spinning. And of course we don't see our answers when we're doing that. We, we don't have clarity. But we can regain our balance by focusing on a true thought. What, two kind of thoughts that we are learning and knowing. So, and then uh, we can find our balance. Next one. Get in tune with the divine current regarding world conditions. This is a beautiful reminder in this book. Of course, it, I have to say it's already a part of my belief system, but I just wanted to say amen, Waddles. <laughs> yes, it's so right on what he says. He says, you must learn to see the world as being produced by evolution, as a something which is evolving and becoming, not a finished work. This must be your point of view, that the world and all it contains is perfect though not completed. You learn to see men and women as perfect beings advancing to become complete. Perfect beings advancing to become complete. Being great, being the greatness that we are, means we practice letting go of the anxiety and the worry and the fear and we practice taking a more expanded view of the world and people and so on. You see, we cannot express our greatness if we allow a steady dribble of negativity to fill our consciousness. It's, it's not possible, you see, because when we're focused on the negativity, we're not focused on our greatness. So, of course, we can't be the great being that we are. We're always just going to project whatever it is that we're being focused on. We can't express our greatness if we base what we're thinking on whatever the media's current focus is. Bottom line is, the focus will always end up with a, a feeling, if we choose to go there, Ain't it awful? And 
the world is just going to hell in a handbasket. It's not true. It's not true. He uses this example. When an engine gets off track because of a broken rail, that engine isn't bad or evil. It is a perfectly good engine that got off track. Similarly, he says, next slide. There we go. There are no bad or evil people, just perfectly good people who are off track. And so this is true. This is true of all of us, not just somebody else we're thinking of, but ourselves as well. There are no bad or evil people, just perfectly good people who have temporarily gotten off track. And as he said, we don't need punishment or condemnation for getting off track. We just need to get back on track again. That's it. And so it's true with us, you know, regardless of our past or regardless of anything we've done or not done, we are not bad or evil. Learn to say, there is that in me of which I am made, which knows no imperfection, knows no weakness, knows no sickness. I am a perfect manifestation of God so far as I understand it at this point. Of course we're going to understand more as we unfold. But right now, to the best of my understanding, I am a perfect manifestation of God. Next one. Act on your own inner guidance. You know, that's such good advice. How many people, present company accepted, but how many people, when they have an important decision to make, will look around to find someone that they think is wise and then say, what do you think I should do? What do you think I should do? You know, if that person is really wise, they're going to say, what do you think you should do? What do you know you should do? And then there are other people. Hopefully we're not any of these, but people who take a poll. And if enough people give them a similar answer, well, that'll be their decision. No. They don't know your inner wisdom. You know, what we want to remember is that being great comes from relying on our own inner guidance, on our own inner wisdom. Being great comes from developing a confidence in our own divine self, that it is as great as anybody else's divine self. Being great means we are more focused on following our own inner guidance and less focused on what other people will think about the decision that we make. And you know when you, you eventually find that other people really aren't thinking that much about you anyway. Uh, you know, they've got their own stuff. So if you say, well, what should I do about this? It's like, well, they may tell you just anything, but uh, to get you off their back, you know. It's sort of like traveling. Have you ever traveled somewhere? I remember in a particular city. I think it was in Guadalajara. 
and no one would tell us they didn't know where this place was. <laughs> they would just say, well, go here and do this and that, and, but no, no one would say, I, I don't know where it is, you know. Abandon everything, next one, Jackie, abandon or let go of anything you have outgrown. Well, now, he's not talking about our wardrobe. <laughs> Although, if that fits, pardon the pun, we can do that as well. But there are many beliefs that we've outgrown. Um, many beliefs have just become habits. And we just, ha we, they just have been hanging around for so long that we haven't really taken a look at them and say, do they fit now? Do they fit who I know myself to be? Do they fit uh, life as I understand it? And one of the things that Waddle says in here is, is beware of thoughts, uh, traditions, and customs that stand in the way of our being great. You know, sometimes we, we don't realize that certain traditions just don't fit anymore. Certain customs, certain ways of, of approaching life. So if we hold on, as Waddle says, to fears that things will go wrong or that people will betray us or mistreat us, uh, that's going to stand in the way of our greatness expressing. But you see, we can make a choice to get above that low-level kind of thinking and into a higher level of thinking. We cannot be great if we're ruled from low-level thinking, low-level customs, traditions, and habits. We have to be the ruler of our own thoughts and feelings and choices from a higher level. Begin today to do small things in a great way. You know, sometimes it's good to just start where we are and I realize greatness is not something we do, but it's something we are. And so it's a state of being first. So we can start practicing. It's like when people say, well, how can I, uh, how can I fine tune my awareness, my, my intuitiveness? Well, you can begin to practice it. Take a moment before you answer the phone. Don't look at the caller ID. But just a moment before you answer the phone and see if can I pick up on who, whose thought this is, who this is. You just practice in little ways, you see. But we can practice uh, being great in the moment of whatever it is that we're doing. Little things. Just practice it in the moment. Unimportant things. Practice it in the moment. How do we practice it? It, it means show up. Be aware, be present, be alert. Don't just be on automatic pilot. Just show up as your greatness. And just start with routine things, you know? Practice being mindful. And the last thing. Oops, no, I had one other one. I guess it didn't get in there. Okay. I just wanted to leave us before we do our closing affirmations with just the reminder there is greatness in us. That's what this series is about. Actually, that's what Unity of Tucson and our mission is about, is 
about teaching and demonstrating that there is greatness in us. But what I hope to leave us with today is just that understanding that there is greatness in us. You see, regardless of whatever you have on your plate today or this week or this life experience, there is greatness in you that you can draw upon and that your answers, that, that's your strength, that's your power, you see. One of the greatest gifts that we can give to a child is to look in their eyes and inwardly, if not outwardly, see there's greatness in them. Then one of the greatest prayers that we can pray for and with another person is that there's greatness in them, a greatness that will see them through whatever the challenge, whatever the situation. Okay? All righty, 